back to another episode of Odyssey's Hottest. My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And in this episode, we're going to talk about porn. <laughs> Exciting <Woo>. stuff. I know. <laughs> so I recently saw a video from Girl Defined talking about porn, which actually ended up being a whole advertisement for their book. But I don't know if you watched that, Kristen, but... I did not actually get around to watching it. It was a whole advertisement for their book. But basically, awesome. they've talked about porn a few times. If you don't know who Girl Defined is, Girl Defined are two sisters that have a ministry geared towards women and largely just perpetuate all of the toxic ideals that we don't like, you know, purity mm-hmm. culture, modesty, blah, blah, blah. So I think one of them didn't even kiss their husband until their wedding day, which again, personal choice is fine. But when you are perpetuating that to a bunch of young women and you do conferences starting at the age of like 12, 13, and you talk about that, it can be very damaging, of course. Yeah. So basically they talked about, you know, it disrupting the covenant that God has set between a man and a woman and all of that fun stuff and how it will basically send you to hell and you know all that does not bring glory to god with your body and you know it's a false idol and all the you guys know all the things mm-hmm. you know all the all the fun stuff and it's basically <laughs> betrayal to your to your spouse and poisons your mind and yeah y'all know y'all know the thing right so we're just gonna have a candid conversation of obviously those opinions are only our own and sometimes we don't even share the same opinions. I don't know. We haven't actually really, we just for like 30 seconds talked about how we haven't really talked about porn mm-hmm. between the two of us. So, you know, we're just going to kind of talk about this in the same way that we talk about sex and just kind of share our own experiences and our own opinions. And, you know, I, neither one of us have any experience in the porn or sex worker industry. So just throwing that out there considered, you know, Sometimes it's like, man, like camming or OnlyFans, you make a shit ton of money, but there's a, there's a caveat to everything. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So, you know, but I would just like to say I support sex work. Absolutely. Women, men, non-binary, whatever you identify as, you know, I support sex work in a safe, secure environment and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm all for it. I think sex work is work and it's hard work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think. Amsterdam has it down like they're licensed they go to the doctor all the time they're safe there's buttons if things get out of hand for the police to come it should be more like that yeah and you know it's because it's so stigmatized here obviously our sex workers do not have that protection and it's not like people aren't indulging in that but they still are not respected like you will literally have people pay for porn and pay sex workers and then turn around and disrespect them in the same breath. And it's like, are you not <laughs> right? Absolutely. literally watching that or, you know, paying that particular creator for their content and then being a dick about it, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, so I didn't really like porn was not something that actually my church or parents ever really talked about I don't know what your experience with your upbringing was with that I'm gonna get personal here my upbringing with that as y'all have heard we don't talk about sex but that doesn't mean that I wasn't a curious kid and went into my mom's room and found her stash or her boyfriend's stash or whatever it was but 
there were videotapes and stuff. And I, as a curious kid, would pop them on the TV and watch them. Mm. So it distorted. When you don't have conversations and you're watching porn, you know, you don't really understand what you're watching, you know. Correct. I would assume. Correct. It's an embarrassing thing, but whatever. Now y'all are going to know it. And it's out there. There was one scene I remember. I was young and I was watching it and it was a girl and a guy and their doggy style in a car. And she's like pushing up on him. And I was just so upset. I was like, that just seems like so much. Why does the woman have to put in all that work? Not knowing that it could be fun and that's why she might be doing it. You know, there's things like that. Like you don't know. Right. Speaking of like, it's, there's a, so Billie Eilish came out with a new album in July and there's a song on it called male fantasy. I think it's the last song of the album and the, it, the song starts with her. There's a, a lyric there and she's basically talking about how she needs a distraction. So she's going to watch porn and she starts it. And she basically says, there's no way that she would be that satisfied. It's a male fantasy. And I don't necessarily agree or disagree with that, but I do think there is a lot of dis- there can be a lot of distortion, but mm-hmm. that's not always the case. But I think that's why there needs to be conversation about that. You know, Obviously, I disagree with most of what Girl Defined has to say about it because all of theirs come from not dishonoring your spouse or dishonoring God. And I think that all of your honor needs to come from within and be to yourself and yourself alone. But at the same time, your spouse does come second to you. And so those between your marriage, that conversation, those boundaries should just be created there and they should be respected. So whatever boundaries you set in your marriage should be within those, you know. Mm -hmm. I've as a child I think I accidentally saw porn one time and I think I've mentioned this before I was with one of my friends and we her brother had the only tv with a vcr so we went to go turn it on to put in a vhs tape and he had a tape in it and Uh we accidentally got him in trouble because we were like um what is this (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and he wasn't supposed to have it so but it was like we were watching it for like a few seconds we were like um 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 you know we were old enough to kind of understand what was going on we were like second or third grade but then at the same time be like uh we're not I don't think we're supposed to be watching this right it wasn't enough for me to really question it but obviously the fact that I remember it it still made an impression Mm -hmm. right And then when I actually got into high school, my first boyfriends kind of like made a comment about a website that I had never heard of. They're like, oh, yeah, that's the porn website. And I was like, really? (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, really? Interesting. So then, you know, you kind of at night get curious. And for me, it wasn't even necessarily a like, thing to get off on but what it did do was help me kind of discover my sexuality because I realized I was kind of gravitating more towards the like women on women side of things mm-hmm. but while being in a straight relationship so I was like mm, I'm like definitely some sort of like bisexual right yeah mm-hmm. like for sure so then I would be watching more of those videos so in that respect it can be helpful to discover some things about yourself, you know, because mm-hmm. there's so many videos out there. But then on the flip side of that, there's so many videos out there 
there's a lot of kink out there too. Absolutely. And a lot of, you know, pretty disturbing stuff out there. Right. Like I know a lot of guys my age, you know, joke about the two girls, one cup thing, but that's, that's a kink, a very creepy one, but that's why that started. Yes. I have seen that video. (laughs) I have not, thankfully. It's been, I watched it, I think I was like 17 or 18 and it was with friends. Like it wasn't like a, Mm -hmm. everyone was like, oh my God, have you seen this video? And someone pulled it up and I don't, I didn't get through it. You know, all of it. It was not, not my, not my kink. I'll just uh, say that I was like, whoa, okay. You know? Mm -hmm. So, and then it all, you know, there was a thing, another video that got really popular that was all about like, like pain. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've seen quite a few of those when I was a kid. So it just kind of like, it's another thing when you talk to you, we haven't really talked about this, when you talk to your kids about sex, like eventually bringing those types of things up, Mm -hmm. it's better to hear it from you than to see something like that just online and not understand it, you know? Absolutely. Especially when you are just watching that, you know, you go into the sexual world, assuming that's how it's going to be. And I think that that warps a lot of people's minds, both genders, because you as a woman assume, you know, oh my God, she's already coming because she's faking it. Or men, right. you know, oh my God, she's going to F like a porn star her first time. No, you're going to hurt her. Don't do that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that, you know, my first sexual experience was without porn, you know? Mm-hmm. But then after that started, it was like, okay, I kind of started looking into it and watching it a little bit more. And it can be fun to kind of bring some of that in. But it's needing you know need to have those conversations about consent and what is okay what's Mm -hmm. not okay with your partner and if you're a teenager that can be difficult and when we're not teaching sexual sexual education we're not teaching about consent either and we're not Mm -hmm. teaching those topics of conversation so when kids are seeing it in porn I don't like for me like again if I had kids and they were having sex and they were doing things I saw in porn I don't I don't need to know I don't care what you're doing mm-hmm. as long as you're both safe and consenting but if we're not teaching about consent and teaching what's okay and what's not okay right then that can get a little because there are also things that look like it's you know non-consensual that is mm-hmm. consensual before the camera starts you know Exactly. Like that rape fetish can be incredibly dangerous. But I also understand like I have that fetish, but in the safety of my own home with my husband, like it's it's a role play thing. And that's not necessarily shown in porn. Like you want to get chased around the house and like, you know, thrown on the bed or whatever. Like that's, you know. Exactly. But then that brings in showing this to teenage boys who are totally ravenous with sexual desire and it's it's been shown that you know you need more and more stimulation to get off the same way it's like it's just like a drug your brain needs 
more and more of it to get to that same high. So, you know, you may be able to masturbate the first time to a woman, you know, just pleasuring herself, but eventually to get that same high, you may get up to rape fantasy and you may want to go try that. And that's, that's where it gets into the scary part. It's interesting because once porn was legalized in the sixties and seventies, they've done a ton of different studies and I have them all pulled up here and we don't really know a ton about porn and how it affects our brains because for every study there's an Mm anti-study you know so it's like does it cause sexual violence there's a study that says yes and then there was a study that countered that study and says no and then there's a study that says you know does it cause increased divorce rate there's a study that says yes and then there's a study that counters that and says no Mm -hmm. so I think it all comes down to like we were talking about like communication just being the number one now when it comes to how we talk about like church and purity culture I mean it's obvious that you know fuck all that shit like Mm -hmm. is it okay for someone morally to watch porn I think that comes down to how you personally feel about it but if it's coming from external factors like a church or like peer pressure like Mm -hmm. fuck that you know what I mean like there are obviously issues with the porn industry in general Mm -hmm. but that's hard too because you don't know if what you're watching is one of those problematic things or if it's not. And so it's kind of one of those, you know, no ethical consumption under capitalism things Mm -hmm. like Pornhub specifically has been called out because there have been found to be underage girls Mm -hmm. on there that they won't take off. And it's like, that's scary. But then you also have those empowered sex workers that are choosing that and making bank and that's their role. You know what I mean? So that's what they're choosing to do. And so you have to understand you know, that there's, there's good and bad with everything, but especially in the porn industry, it's really hard to know where that is. And so I think that something that has been good for sex work has been things like OnlyFans and Mm -hmm. to, to give that power, you know, you know, that creator made the site for themselves and you're giving that directly to that creator. And so that has empowered those creators directly. Now, I know there's been some issues with OnlyFans and saying that they're not going to support sex workers and they had to settle that and OnlyFans prevails for now. But, you know, there will always be some sort of site like that, hopefully giving those sex workers their their power. But, you know, and there were things posted on Pornhub without somebody knowing they were being filmed. And, you know, so obviously the porn industry has problems and I'm not saying it doesn't. Definitely. And. I watched a documentary on Netflix, I think a couple of years ago, and that was also kind of scary. It was basically about pimps. And this man would, you know, put these girls up on websites. They'd have to come out and film his videos and he would, you know, put ads on Craigslist. But when they got out there, he was a fucking asshole to them and would treat them terribly and put them in things that they said they didn't want to do. And just like, instead of putting down that, yeah, sure, I'll do a threesome. Or, no, I don't want to. And then forcing them into those situations where they had to get the fuck out. That's not okay. That's slavery. Don't do that. Right, exactly. So I think having conversations with, you know, kids and things like, obviously, about that. And it's like, it's hard because, you you know, I wouldn't want to tell my child that, you know, porn is bad. Don't watch it. But I also would want to be like, you know, if that's, I'm not going to obviously disown a child or talk down on them if they ended up being a sex worker, but obviously I want them to be safe, you know, Mm -hmm. 
Like no parent ever is like, I want my kid to be a, a porn star, you know, and if that happened, I, you know, whatever, but you don't want your child to end up in a situation that they can't get out of and they're not Absolutely. safe. I would always, always, always be that safe harbor and I may not like want you to do it, but I would be the one going, Hey, have you gone to Planned Parenthood? Have you done your STD testing? Have you, mm-hmm. like, you need to keep yourself safe if you're going to do this very unsafe job, which is very, it's sad. If we hit, put more regulations into it and made it a legit thing, then it could be safe. But the fact that, you know, we want to look at ourselves as a Christian nation and that this is wrong, it makes it very unsafe for these people. Yeah, well, they have to, it's like they're, they're stars until they're, you know, at these conventions and online and in these movies. And then they just go out and have normal lives and they're shunned, you know, right. There's a, I don't know if this is the one you watched, but there is a documentary called life after porn. And there's a lot of ups and downs of people saying, Oh, I wish I didn't do it. And then there are people that are like, I don't regret it at all you know yeah. so you also just have to think about the implications of anything you put online and this is with anything not your body either but just anything you post you know anything you put online is online forever right exactly I mean I've considered it like I don't know hiding my face or something but having consensual sex with my husband and putting it on there to get money I get it yeah I get it. It seems like an easy way to make money. I totally understand. But at the same time, the world is so big and so scary. Yeah. And then when you listen to sex workers and you hear their stories, like, yeah, some of them are making bank, but then they're like, it's not easy. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you're not in the mood, but you have right. orders to fulfill, you know, just exactly. like any job you except this one involves, you know, masturbation or whatever for an audience. And you have to to fulfill those and sometimes you just don't fucking want to and And your safety is at risk exactly and that works for men and women yeah absolutely there are so many studies or whatever showing that a lot of what you see of men orgasming on film is fake Mm -hmm. they fake it with other substances because you know we have to see it but they fake it as well or they you know have to get it up or they have to take other things things to go for hours or stuff like that like that just I mean some of these films are you know a half an hour long of all these different positions god damn that like I can't imagine the workout you have to do before having sex (laughs) yeah no absolutely yeah and like I don't necessarily think like you know like I mentioned you know, consuming porn is inherently harmful because I absolutely support sex workers, but you just have to consider all things because it's kind of a double-edged sword, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, I I definitely think that, like, if my, you know, husband, he and he, to my knowledge, I mean, doesn't and... He, I mean, he did before we were together and I don't care about that, but like, I don't care if my spouse watches porn. It doesn't bother me. The only thing that ever really bothers me is my own, like, you know, it's like, ah, I don't look like that, you Mm -hmm. know? So sometimes, and I understand our own insecurities 
Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes that can bring problems into a relationship because you're like, I don't look like her. Do you want me to look like her? But I think you also have to realize that that they're supposed to look like that, you know, for mm-hmm. most of them. And I know that there, there's different types of bodies and in, in porn, but it doesn't personally bother me if my spouse does. And where mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, especially like in Girl Define when they were like it, you know, disrupts the covenant of marriage. It's like, I don't necessarily agree with that because we're sexual beings and it's it is what it is like but Mm -hmm. you know so if he was going to do that it doesn't bother me you know but I understand again like I mentioned like you need to have those conversations with your spouse too because if that's something that does bother you that can be a huge disruption in your relationship and also you might want to consider like why does it bother you you exactly that was a big thing for Connor and I when we first moved in together like 19 20 years old I really struggled with that because I've told you guys before I have huge jealousy issues so you know I really like I would check his computer and stuff like that and I have since learned don't fucking do that because all it does is hurts me he people need to masturbate that's fucking fine I just don't want to see it so I just stay away from his computer and it's been totally fine and I trust my husband it's not like I think he's out finding somebody else he's like one of the most introverted homebody people he doesn't want to go somewhere else I fucking know yeah but I get needing to look at porn I just shouldn't be checking his computer anyway those are the jealousy things that I need to stop So I'm doing a lot better with it now. It's basically the same thing. I think Amanda and I have talked about masturbation before where I've told my husband, I don't care. Just please don't ever let it happen where I might walk in on it because I just don't want to deal with that awkwardness. And that's kind of the same thing with porn. Like, please don't let me see it. Yeah. And I don't like there are couples that watch it together and that's totally cool. Like I'm too, too awkward to do that. I've tried that. It's weird. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, we're just like, well, yeah, this you know, isn't like, yeah, doing anything. You're all you're all quiet, and they're getting into it. It's like I don't. Do we outmoan them? Like, what do we do? Here? <laughs> it's like a contest. Have you ever seen Forgetting yeah. Sarah Marshall when they're just like moaning back and forth in the rooms with who can be louder? Like, exactly. yeah, doesn't really do anything for me. But like, I know that's a big part of a lot of people's relationships, and I think it can be fun, mm-hmm. you know. And again, for the millionth time, it just comes down to like that communication and like the dynamics you set for your own personal relationship with your spouse or your partner but I mean I think a lot of fun you can find a lot of fun interesting things in sex like that you wouldn't have thought of and I think that exploring kink communities can also be fun and interesting and you can get a lot of ideas and talk to your partner I wish I could find it there was this kink quiz that like you take it and your partner takes it separately and then it only shows you guys what you match up on yeah I loved that I took that with Connor I wish I could find it again but I can't find it anywhere and if I could I would share it with y'all because I thought it was so nice to be like okay well if I'm into this and he's not into that it won't even show him and so that way exactly. I don't have to feel embarrassed or something if mm-hmm. which you know you shouldn't feel but we all have that inherent embarrassment like if I'm into this and they're not like are they gonna judge me you know right but 
it, it was so, I wish I could find it again, but I have, I've literally Googled and searched it and I, I can't find it. But if I ever do, I will share it with y'all. But definitely. But that's a, a really good thing that porn can be good for because they have pioneered this industry and there are thousands and thousands of videos and every type of kink that you can imagine. And so when you find something, it's like, oh, that's interesting. It can really help your sex life too. So there's a lot of positives. And what makes me sad is that when porn is so demonized to the point where it's like it is life ruining, it is marriage ruining, it is soul ruining. And it's like, nah, it's just people having sex, man. Like at the taking a, just stripping away all of the you know obviously the the things we've talked about with people being unsafe and Pornhub having underage obviously that's awful and should be dealt with on a legal standing but at the end of the day like watching people have sex is just kind of what we are like it's just a programming thing you know because our country is so prudish yes and we don't talk about sex and we don't look at sex and sex is bad even though like this problem we're caught part of that western society where sex sells we still don't we're still not open about it like sex sells we have sex in movies and video games and tv but we still won't have a proper sex education yes we are such a divided country and divided people here even down to sex you know half of us are like yeah sex and movies is great and the other half are like don't even look at it But then, like, when they're sheltering their children from that and saying, like, you're not going to watch this. I'm not going to let you watch this. Parental controls on this. And it's like they're going Mm -hmm. out into the world whether you want them to or not. You can homeschool all you want. You can church four days a week all you want. But eventually they're going to get it. You can't. Correct. Completely. 17 years old still watching G-rated movies. Right. They're watching it at their friend's house. You You can put on a raincoat and an umbrella and stand out in the rain. You're still going to get a little wet. Right. You know, like it's still there. We're still in a Western society. So you can be as naive to that all you want, but your kids are still going to get that Mm -hmm. exposure. Exactly. So you either take control of it or someone else does. And especially with porn, like you take control of that or the industry does. Exactly. And they make it into a taboo and a fetish and a kink all themselves in their own child brains, like me, where sex is bad. We don't talk about it. We don't know. Exactly. Or it's a it's a hypersexual right, fixation. Exactly. Which doesn't always lead to bad things, but it does it can lead to a lot of internalized shame. And right. I know I'm not even talking pedophilia here, but the eldest Duggar child. Like you put him in that scenario, he is a and a he's a kid going through puberty, and you won't let him look at porn, know anything about sex. So of course he's probably going to touch his sisters, being curious. Like that is a thing that happens. Yeah. Also, fuck that guy. No, definitely terrible. But yeah. that also happened because of terrible parenting. Right. And you know we don't know. Like maybe he would have been a predator. Yeah. Maybe he wouldn't. Like. Right. Who knows? We don't because it it's it was brought up in a evangelical home where we don't talk about any of that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that the if you are talking about being a bad person, like or your soul, like porn is gonna be the least of your like <laughs> 
if you're going through life, like just genuinely being good to other people and you go home and watch porn, like just say there was a God watching you. If porn was going to be that thing that sent you straight to hell, like that's, that's kind of fucked up, you know? Absolutely. Come on. And let's be honest with ourselves. Like your pious husband that you think doesn't watch porn or maybe he's cheating on you. Like, I'm sorry. That's just the world we live in. He's absolutely watching porn. Yeah. Or has and just has like a lot exactly. of times like, I've never it's like yes. Bullshit, you have. you're fucking lying. Yeah. Yeah. And just having to hide things from like an entire community or your parents is just exhausting and it makes you feel gross mm-hmm. and icky, you know. And it causes other weird things, having to hide parts of yourself from people. Right. Exactly. Like like Dennis Rader. Like, no, he was a great church-going person. You find out he's fucking BTK. Serial killer. Well, the guy that... They're, the church... He, was the, the big, giant mega church here in Colorado Springs? Fucking, um... Hagger? I don't, I don't know. Well, what's the name of the big, giant mega church? Oh, New Life Church? New Life, yeah. Back in the early 2000s, the guy that was... That started that church got in a giant scandal because he was having an affair with men exactly like which okay but then he blamed it on satan and that they were mm-hmm. sent by satan to seduce him and then his wife wrote a whole book about it about how it was just satan testing them like no your your husband is either bisexual or a closeted gay exactly and you're naive exactly and if he had been allowed to be himself then this would have never happened <laughs> Like, you would never have been in a relationship with him and hurt like that in the first place, and he could have just been himself. Correct. You know? And I'm not saying porn doesn't cause problems. It's been linked to a lot of problems for people, and, you know, uh, people do have a problem with it. Like, I know people are like, well, porn addiction isn't, like, a real thing. Like, but... No, it is. Well, and as far as, like, diagnostically, like, neither is food addiction, but I'm being treated for it. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying everything in excess can be a problem. hmm You know? But porn itself isn't that problem it's just people take it to an excess just like anything mm-hmm. alcohol marijuana food porn we're working Americans. out That's what we're good at i mean there's a term called workaholic you know exactly. work we use things to escape our reality and porn is just another one of those things because it makes us feel good i mean what do you get at the end of porn a release Mm-hmm. just like you do with all of those other things I just listed. Exactly. So of course, but we're not demonizing, you know, they don't do giant fucking conventions on eating junk food and mm-hmm. evangelicalism. Maybe they do, but you know right. what I mean? Or being a workaholic in capitalist society. Of right. Exactly. You're supposed to be a little worker bee. Yeah. You know, so I, porn is, has its issues but as far as like sex workers absolutely go for it and we just need to i think that if you're going to like host porn it's your responsibility looking at you porn hub to <laughs> just it's kind of like youtube you can go on porn hub i could make an account right now and upload a video without anybody mm-hmm. vetting that video right so maybe just like like you said in amsterdam regulate that a little bit more but legalize it, you know? Exactly. Legalize it. Like, 
yeah, we can watch porn, but, uh, you know, we need to have more regulations to protect our most vulnerable populations, Mm -hmm. whether they're getting into it or being trafficked or watching it. We're just Mm -hmm. not doing the best job of having those conversations because we just demonize everything that feels good. Exactly. God. (laughs) (laughs) And then that's when it turns into a problem and an Mm -hmm. excess is when we're doing it in secret and we're using it as a coping skill when it shouldn't be. And that's when anything turns into a problem because we're not addressing it and we're not talking about it. And I think the biggest thing that like, especially the Christian, you know, the church says is it's adultery. Like you shall not commit adultery and that everyone that looks with a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery in their heart. And so they believe that porn is adultery, but you can literally walk down the street and think a woman is sexy. You know what I mean? Like Definitely. I will admit, though, that was part of my problem in my early 20s. It felt like Connor was cheating on me with these random women on the Internet. And that is of and not to invalidate your feelings at all. And that's where that, you know, boundary discussion comes in. But, you know, if your husband is like, well, I'm going to watch it and you're like, well, then no, you're not. Then that's where it can be an issue in a marriage, you know, mm-hmm. or a relationship. And y'all were able to move past it because you decided that it was not worth, basically you weren't going to die on that hill. Yeah, exactly. But some people, some women, some men, yeah. some, you know, partners cannot. Right. And I don't believe that porn is sexual impurity. because I don't believe in sexual impurity at all. <laughs> I guess a better word would be, I don't believe it is, you know, like if I walked in on Brad watching porn, I'd be like, what you watching? Like, what are they doing? You know what I mean? Like that does not yeah. feel like cheating to me personally, but Brad just walked by as I fucking said that. That's <laughs> the only thing he's heard all morning. <laughs> he's like, oh God, she knows. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but I completely understand why. And, and, but jealous, like, I'm not saying I haven't ever struggled with jealousy, but it's been in very specific situations. That's just not a, like a trait that I mm-hmm. personally struggle with you know things that where I've struggled with jealousy is I felt like things have been done to me directly you know or it was Mm -hmm. like a a direct betrayal so you know and I just don't see them on the same plane as in my relationship I guess if you if you could call it that Mm -hmm. so yeah and then like a false idol. I think that most things are false idols. If you want to talk about it like that, I think just like you go to church on Sunday and I'm not saying all, especially these people that like the ministry is their entire lives and entire job, but like most Christians go to church on Sunday and then they go throughout their entire week and they may pray once a day, but then the rest of their football athletes, celebrities, movies, Donald Trump. There's a whole documentary on Amazon Prime about how he's a fucking prophet. How is that not a false idol? Correct. Like there, you know. I literally see people with. Uh, I have a neighbor like a couple blocks away that literally on the back of his truck has the you know Jesus Trump house or something like that. Like in the order of how you love things in your world. 
Is that the house with all the like pro cop shit that's just like decked out and yes, do not step on with snake? The Confederate flag <laughs> oh my and God. the wear pro the the how they have the people with the blue stripe for the cops, but they have one with the red stripe for the firefighters. Firefighters are heroes. We're not mad at them. Correct, yes. Stop fucking changing things around. Yeah. Yeah, that house is something else. They have like the do not step on snake flag everywhere. Like yes. every time and I go to your house, I'm like, Lord have mercy. <laughs> he had those big, you know, Trump signs long after he lost. Oh yeah, yeah. it's terrible. I actually followed him, not accidentally followed him in a McDonald's line the other day. I was like, I wonder if that's my neighbor. And we went home the same direction. I was like, that was him. Fucking prick. Mm. Yep. Yep. Indulging in pornography does not glorify God with your body. That's not your fucking job. Correct. You glorify God with your physical body when you use it the way God intends. In what way? You have no idea what God intends. It was written by, the Bible was written by men. That's why women can't do shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Like. Except for lay down and have their bodies used the way God intends. Mm-hmm. Right. No, right. I'm not your fucking sex slave. Watch porn. Go ahead. Right, exactly. I have to clean the kitchen from your five children that you made me have. Thank you. I, oh, yeah, this was written by a man. I guarantee you Andrew sure. David Nacelli has watched porn before. Yeah. The gospelcoalition.org. He's absolutely watched porn before. Now he just feels guilty about it, so he's proselytizing. Oh my god, I just thought of the thing in Texas where they set up the website where you could turn people in for abortions and they spammed it with like Shrek porn. You know, there's some <laughs> people that had never seen it before. They were like, what? It's great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Texas, did you know it's illegal to own more than six toys and in Alabama you're not allowed to own any and there's one other state. I want to say like Mississippi or something where you're not allowed to own any toys. How are you going to find out? You coming in my house? Yeah. You you coming in my house? <laughs> LOL, coming. You can't, like, ship them, apparently. Like, Adam and Eve is like, nah. Illegal. This world is fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. It's like, you can't have them in, like, United Arab Emirates. Like, you know, somebody went to Dubai and got it confiscated because it was illegal to bring into their country. And, like, and then, like, Alabama. I'm sorry your penis isn't doing what it's supposed to do to me. I need something else to help me out. That sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. That's why it's illegal. They're like, no, it's obscene. It's like, no. Yeah, because you're, you're a man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're a man with a little dick, and you know it. So, mm -mm. Yeah, and even if you're not, does yours vibrate? No. Exactly. And even if yours is fine, like, sometimes I just don't want you to be involved, you know? Exactly. Sometimes I want to make love to myself. Yeah, I do it the best anyways. Right. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> well, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, I have to go pick up groceries. <laughs> Nothing fun. A little, no. Dang no. it. It's like food, mostly. Oh, but like whipped cream and stuff? Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't even get strawberries this time. <laughs> Fucking Connor was making, I'm sorry, y'all. Connor was making pancakes yesterday, and I thought he had something on his stomach, like whipped cream, and I was like, I'll go over and lick that off. And he's like, I don't think you want to lick batter. <laughs> I was like, 
Oh, I thought you were getting kinky. No, I don't want to lick the raw batter. Thank you. You don't know. Maybe you do. Like, <laughs> did he put a little right. vanilla in it or something? It could be good batter. <laughs> right. Mm, you tried. I know. And he said, nah, he can know. Uh, Connor is the most vanilla person ever. I'm the kinky one. He's just like, whatever. I'll do it if you want to, but I don't really care. He's like, missionary. Cool. (laughs) I'm just so awkward. Like, if I think something looks fun, I'm like, could we? And Brad's like, I mean, sure. And then I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, "Mm, never mind. (laughs) Like, (laughs) let's just forget. I, I yeah, like, I need to embarrass. Like, (laughs) if I had somebody that was, because I'm, Okay, we're really getting into it now. I'm like more of a submissive. And so mm-hmm. I don't like initiating things or like mm-hmm. taking charge. So if I want to try something, Brad's like, okay, sure. But if if he doesn't take charge, I'm like, yeah, no, no, never mind. You got to be like, you got to start it, daddy. We only call Adam Driver daddy in this house. I don't have a daddy kink. But... I will call certain people daddy that I've never met. If I actually had them in front of me, I would bitch out. <laughs> bitch out. Yeah. Because I just, like, no hate to daddy kinks in here. I don't kink shame, okay? However, I could not. I have daddy issues, and I would just think about my dead father the whole time. I'd be like, mm, no, okay. Yeah, I'll call you something else, fair. but it ain't going to be daddy. So. That's fair. You've actually met your father. I have not. Right. So I'm cool with you it. Can, you can call whoever you want, Daddy. Like, that's why I say when I, I call Adam Driver Daddy, but I've never met him and I've never <laughs> been intimate with him. Right. And not that that would ever happen. But if it did, I would not be able to call him Daddy. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? So it's just more like a joke, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. But I am also like, I strive to not be vanilla. But then when I actually want to try, I'm like, hmm. Never mind. Let's you know. just do it the regular way. Yeah, <laughs> we will switch up positions, sure. But I, I, yeah. I'm like, okay, right. uh, ties, blindfold, like, you can restrain me. And then I'm like, mm, never mind. Then don't worry about yeah. it. We can just do normal stuff. <laughs> so maybe one of these days I'll drop enough hints and he'll just do it. Boys, they never take the hints, ever. Yeah. You just gotta flat out tell him, I want you to tie me up and I don't want to have to ask for it. Just do it sometime. <laughs> He's so gentle, though. Same. I like asked- in soft spoken, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so out of character. Same. I told Connor, I was like, I like some of that harder stuff, you know, like, like not choking me, but like maybe pressing a little hard. He like rested his hand on my neck and I'm like, thank you. Oh no, that's the one <laughs> thing I demand. I want to lose consciousness. Jesus Christ. So that is the one thing I demand and that he will do. Now, I've never lost consciousness, but like, because you have to do it a certain way, too. Yeah. Because if you don't do it right, you will make a bitch pass out. So right. I do demand to be choked, but that's that's about as far as I go. Okay, we said too much. We got to cut that's this. That's true. There's the one thing that I saw in porn when I was a teenager, and I was like, interesting. Like, I need that in my life. And then, like, I started asking boyfriends for it. I was like, um, how do you feel about choking me? And they're like, um, what? And I was like, just <laughs> put the hand there. And then it started out with just the hand, and I was like, harder, harder, like actually harder. Grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So grab you know. me by the back of the head, <laughs> slam me against the wall. <laughs> I want to bleed. No, I'm just kidding. That you know, that is one thing that porn can be great. Not one thing. There's like a bunch of things, but you know, is finding things out about yourself. Self discovery is important. And sometimes when you don't know what you don't know, you find it. 
Exactly. It's like a moving Kama Sutra. Right. Exactly. I'm just going to start buying Kama Sutras and leaving them like as bathroom (laughs) reading. Oh, we should leave them at like New Life Church. We should just wander in occasionally. I'll drop one in the parking lot. (gasps) You know how they do pamphlets and being like, have you heard about our Lord and Savior? start handing they're like oh yes we do know and i'm like i'm just fucking kidding here take this fucking (laughs) you look like you should take you you need it that reminds me of a story when i was in high school i had all guy friends and you know you guys are weird especially sexual so they would go to the porn star store and buy she male porn and they would just like leave it in the parking lot and wait and see if anybody picked it up and we actually had a classmate who like looked at it one time was like all excited and took it home with him (laughs) Hey man, good for him. I know, like that's that's totally fine. It's just trans fun. friendly. That's what we need to do at New we Life stand. Church, though. We need to get some. We need to get like female porn and just leave it around. Be great. Uh, but there's introduce their kids young. Bag. If you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna fuck them up young. I'll just leave my number and be like, if your children need pure <laughs> sexual education, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they come over and I'm like, all right. Sex is good, and I don't care what your parents have to say. Exactly. And not show them porn, but just be like, all right, I know y'all are sexually active. It's okay. You can tell me. I won't tell your parents. Right. You now, me. what magazine did you pick up? Was it – oh, it was the she-male one? Okay. Do you want to talk about that? Do you feel like you're a woman trapped in a male's body? Do you <laughs> – That's called transgender, and we support right. you. <laughs> exactly. I'm here for you. And I'll help you come out to your parents and to kick you out. Apparently, I'm a halfway house now. So let's go. <laughs> like, I got to get registered through the state. This is spiraled out of control. I know. Ugh. But man, that's so sad. Now I'm down another hole and now I'm sad. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I can't ever talk those... to Amanda. She just gets sad about things. I just think about all those poor little evangelical yeah. kids struggling because they can't come out to their parents or be sexual or. Yeah. Mm. They can watch porn, though. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Some of them may not even have the internet. Who knows? Go to your friend's house. The one that doesn't go to church with you. The one that you go to school with. Go to their house. Yeah. If I was a mom, though, I'd have to really hide the fact that, like, you know, I'm going to be, like, eventually way more tattooed. I'd have to hide all of that and be like, oh, yes, of course, little Jimmy can come over. (laughs) And then the corruption begins. Exactly. And be like, you can't tell your parents. But... (laughs) What do you need to talk about today? Right. You There's know. the computer. I'm going to walk away. If you need to look at something, I understand. Let's talk about it, though. You can't leave until we have had a conversation about it. And no viruses. Yeah, we're going to put a, <laughs> lots of ad blockers and, like, <laughs> don't play any of the games that pop up. Exactly. I know they look fun, but they're not. And none of those people are real that are asking you to come into the chat room. Don't click those either. <laughs> right. Wow. Anyways, thank you so much for being here and listening to our episode about porn. And as always, you can find us on all of our social media. Everything is oddest is hottest except Twitter, which is oddest hottest. And if you would like to email us content suggestions, it is oddest is hottest at gmail.com. And bye. Bye.